You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Already fielding your questions, your most intriguing, creative, interesting questions for asking me anything. My voicemail on my personal cell phone. I only have one cell phone. My voicemail uses the term interesting message. If you leave me an interesting message, I'll get back to you as soon as I can. So now I would say I don't get a lot of voicemails, but I do get some. Now some are robocalls and they don't leave a message, but others are business calls or appointments being confirmed or even friends of mine who will then leave a voicemail and start with, well, I don't know how interesting this is. <laughs> or I hope this is interesting. So yes, interesting voicemails. Otherwise, don't bother. So that's a, a question that you don't need to ask me now. Do I have voicemail? Yes. Are, the, are my voicemails interesting? Not always. So you... <laughs> You can send interesting questions and producer Jay will be on high alert. So on our show Twitter, After Hours CBS, on our Facebook page, easy to find, our YouTube channel as well, our podcast, all these things that pop up so easily if you Google them. Our phone number is 855-212-4227. That's 855-212-4CBS. I just saw a really funny question, Jay. Can I share it with you? Yes. You can include this if you like in the in the list of it is interesting and funny. Uh, you can include this if you like in the list of questions. Joel wants to know: Is conference in Augusta, Georgia, code for playing Augusta National? <laughs> I will have to ask that. Yes. Uh, the Peach Belt Conference better hope not. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. I like that question from Joel. Yes, one week from today, I'll be flying to Augusta National. Just kidding. I'll be flying to Augusta, Georgia, home of Augusta National. So I am actually looking forward to this new opportunity, whether it's code or whether it's decoded. So, yes, yeah, see, these are the types of questions that get answered coming up next hour here on Ask Amy Anything as part of the Hump Show. Also, ahead this hour... If you missed it, in Philadelphia, morning radio host, longtime friend of the show, and actually a longtime personal friend, John Kincaid joined us literally hours after the Eagles finally and completely collapsed. Who's to blame and should Nick Sirianni stay or go? I'm going to tell you this. You will hear it. When I asked John Kincaid, but 
I gasped with his answer. On the air, gasped. (laughs) Because the interview was live during our final hour on Tuesday morning. Gasped, I tell you. So make sure that you don't miss that. I think too often fans believe the grass is greener and it would be so different with someone else. There's this disillusionment about coaching changes. Coaching changes, coordinators, somebody's got to pay. Off with their heads. Somebody's got to pay. Quarterback, same thing. We're back to, and this blows me away, in Dallas, back to people saying that Dak Prescott needs to be cut or traded and that he's not a franchise QB. If he doesn't win the MVP, he's going to finish second. That's my opinion. I think he should win the MVP, actually. And MVP awards do not take into account playoffs. Okay, so if Lamar Jackson also has a couple interceptions and somehow the Ravens lose to the Texans this weekend, doesn't matter for his MVP voting. The the ballots are already in. So Dak Prescott has an MVP-like season. I know that he did not play well in their game on, was it Sunday? On Sunday. He did not play well, and he admits he did not play well. But all of a sudden, he needs to be cut or traded. He had the best season of his career. I don't know if you guys remember, and this is just something that sticks with me because I was so brokenhearted for him. I I literally felt his pain. When Clayton Kershaw, the year he won the MVP award, Cy Young and MVP, he also had a blow-up game against the, I think it was the St. Louis Cardinals, And they lost in, I don't even think it was the NL, I think it might have been, well, it would have been the NLDS. And didn't make it back to the World Series. Oh, it might have been the NLCS. I can't remember. It was 2014, maybe, 14 or 15, somewhere in there. So I can go back and look it up. What's the year he won MVP, though, Jay? If you're looking for Clayton Kershaw's MVP, because it was that year, that October. Stand by. Oh, okay. Talk amongst yourselves. 2014. Okay, 2014, Clayton Kershaw was an MVP. He would have traded that to not have that blow-up game, to not have them lose to, as I say, I'm pretty sure it was the Cardinals. And to be able to have the team accolades and the team success over his own. So, yeah, same thing with Dak Prescott. He would rather not have an individual award or individual honors if it meant the team could win. But it doesn't take away what he did this season. It doesn't take away. He had the best season of his career in the first year of Mike McCarthy calling plays. That has to count for something. I really think it should. Confirm you were right. It was the Cardinals. Right. And they, like I said, they ousted the, was it NLCS or NLDS? DS. Give always, theater and drones. Always go with your, exactly. Always, always go with your first answer. Anyway, he may very well end up an MVP or runner up. That should count for something. For both McCarthy as well as for Dak. 
And yet we're so quick to give coaches and quarterbacks a does boot. Forget if it was the defense. I, I mean, the defense for the Dallas Cowboys got embarrassed on Sunday. Well, how come nobody's calling for Dan Quinn? Oh, man, never mind. Don't want to hire him as a head coach. It was a really bad performance. It was embarrassing for the Cowboys. I get it. I just think sometimes we're a little bit too knee-jerk as fans. Though that is our prerogative, of course. Same thing in Pittsburgh. Same thing in Philadelphia. And I would say with the New England Patriots, there there was a little more patience with Bill Belichick because of the six Super Bowl wins and the nine appearances. But man, it didn't take long for that to wear off either. Life comes at you fast in the NFL. Meanwhile, we've got seven openings. Seven. Wowzers. When do you think those dominoes start dropping? I get the feeling that a lot of the teams are, well, they're doing their due diligence, and Belichick was a little bit late to the party, so to speak. But are they waiting? Do you think that some of these teams are maybe playing the slow game because they want to see if they have a shot at a Belichick or a Harbaugh? Or I just, I, I'm, I'm, it seems like with the wealth of experienced, oh, Wait, Who put wait, that hold, there? Yeah, hold on. Let's see. Underneath the desk. Should we guess? Yeah, no, I don't I don't think we need to guess. Under, well, and it's wedged under there. Now I can't get to it. Uh, my big old snow boots just kind of kicked it underneath. Apparently, there is a water bottle that was cr- crackling and crinkling away. And so it's now shoved even farther under the desk, and no one is able to get it. That reminds me of, I don't know how this happened, not once but twice, on Tuesday evening, our new, well, she's not our new, the new puppy, the new addition to my pet family, <laughs> Bob's puppy has toys everywhere. Like it's, it's like a two-year-old kid, not, not puppy. And she loves to chew on bones. I somehow in the span of an hour kicked both of them on accident oh. underneath the couch. So they're both underneath the couch. <laughs> Well, one, did you have shoes on or socks? Because that could hurt. Uh, I think I had slippers on. Okay. And so the first one, I just was trying to move out of the way and accidentally kicked it too far underneath the couch. The second one was a complete accident. I couldn't believe it happened with the second one. I just, I stepped. It was one of those perfect things where I just stepped and in the one fell swoop, kicked it. shouldn't have been there. Uh, Well, why don't you tell the dog? Oh, my gosh. Where where did these bones list on her rank of like favorites oh no they're her favorites Uh, every night we hear her gnawing on them and so i'm gonna have to get under the couch uh i guess on wednesday morning and fish them out is it a tight squeeze uh it it is you'd have to lift up the couch or open it up so it has a a bed inside it so i have to open it up and get the couch there's yeah there's probably a lot of other things under the couch too because the cat tends to to put things under the couch sometimes i find pens i find hair ties i find you the cat sitter Right, there'll probably be food under the couch for the cat sitter. Uh, I generally will find twist ties. Don't ask me how the cat nabs them, but she loves twist ties, so they go under the couch. Uh, by the way, we've had some touching of noses between cat and dog this week. That's so, big time. Yeah, we're we're good. 
The, the pets are getting along famously. Does that mean that they're good? Maybe better than that... Bob and I are getting along. No, I'm just, I'm teasing. That's, that's, I'm just, I'm totally No touching joking. of noses? No. <laughs> yeah, there's no, no touching of noses yet. Uh, I'm just teasing. Sorry, Bob. Uh, so, yeah, the, the cat and the dogs, the dogs are, they're, well, the thing is the cat is not eating as much though. And it's just like a, it's a constant do we feed her upstairs? Do we feed her downstairs? Do we feed her upstairs? Do we feed so her the downstairs? the dogs like bother her when she's eating? No, the dogs eat her food. Yeah. So okay. that's the issue. And so we're having to, both Daisy and Penny have already gotten in major trouble. Like gotten. Yeah, I could see how all, that could be all annoying kinds if I'm of, the yeah, cat, sugar. All kinds of trug- trouble. And so the cat generally wants quiet, but also wants company while she's eating. So yeah, so she's a, she's a diva. diva. So she doesn't want it to be a lot of commotion. If you make a lot of commotion while she's trying to eat, well, she's going to walk away from her, from her dish. But then if you feed her, put the food down and then walk away, she follows you. It's so annoying. She's and, and and she wants wet food because I've given her some wet food to kind of get her to eat more. Although that was bad because Daisy got into the wet food and then threw up all oh, over the place. No. Oh, yeah. Maybe oh. she won't do it again. It's like a circus. Live and learn. Yeah, right. One of those things. You think that a dog will do that? Live and learn? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> oh, my gosh. What a mess. Anyway, I don't even know how we got on that. There was, there was touching of noses. Touching of noses. Oh, Daisy with the bones kicking them underneath the That's couch. It. But what does that have to do with football? Mike McCarthy. <laughs> right. Mike McCarthy. If at first you don't succeed, kick the bones underneath the couch. She's going to want those back. <laughs> she, <laughs> she, is. she is going to want those. So, all right. So Mike Tomlin not available. Mike McCarthy and Nick Sirianni at this point have kept their jobs. I keep waiting for some news. There's a lot of good coaches available, though, and, and we're kind of waiting. We're maxing and relaxing and kicking back and, and waiting to see What's going on? That I have nothing. I have no idea. My spaghetti plate brain. How I got from that to Daisy's bones underneath the couch. I don't remember this. We were you were asking if teams were waiting maybe to see if the Belichick or Harbaugh domino uh-huh. dropped first. Right. And then we got to bones yeah. under the couch. I don't know. Hmm. I have no idea. <laughs> You're going to have to go back and listen to the podcast to know how we got there. A couple of different pieces of injury news that we'll have to pass along for the upcoming divisional playoff weekend. Uh, But Christian McCaffrey, full participant in practice. So that's good news. Uh, Mike, not Mike, Kyle Shanahan. Oh, Mike was his dad. Kyle Shanahan answering the questions of Brock Purdy and the, the rust, which... I always find fascinating, right? Because you never know how it might affect a player. And and sometimes it has nothing to do with why a player doesn't perform well. Pain. (laughs) Tom Brady weighing in on Bill Belichick and also this wealth of coaches who are now available. It's it's this calm before the storm type of a thing. And I still can't figure out how we got from that to Daisy's bones underneath the couch. Jay, you got to help me out here. I'm, I'm going to see. You're going to see. You're going to listen. <laughs> All right. Send your questions to this bonehead. Me, not Jay. Uh, on on our show Twitter, After Hours CBS, and on our Facebook page. Because, you know, clearly I'm going to need some more questions to keep me on track. I can't help it. It's the hump show. It happens. Bonehead. That was clever. <laughs> I like that. That's me. I'm a bonehead who kicked the bones underneath the couch 
two in an hour. Well, does she know yet is a big question No, here. she has no clue. But I <sighs> what will. What time uh, she wake up? Oh, it's a, it's a dog. She's, yeah. And now she is so crazy when I get home in the morning. Oh, my goodness. She tries to. So if I'm hugging Penny, she squirms in between us. She's got to get some of the love. Oh, She's yeah. jealous. I mean, poor Penny. Penny just wants to talk to her mom. And and here comes Daisy. <laughs> Are they still getting along, though? It's a circus, I tell you. Yes, except for when when uh, Daisy jumps on Penny. Penn's not a mm, big fan. Yeah. She's too old for that. <laughs> no time for that. <laughs> no t- well, I mean, she's 14. How would you like it if a little little puppy was jumping on you at 14? I, I would not. I you would like not. it now. Right, exactly. All right. I'm still trying to figure out what happened. What happened exactly? It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence here on CB. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Yes, Sports Radio. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. that some of these teams are maybe playing the slow game because they want to see if they have a shot at a Belichick or a Harbaugh or I just, I, I'm, I'm, it seems like with the wealth of experienced, oh, <laughs> wait, wait, who put hold, that there? Yeah, hold on. Let's see. Underneath the desk. Should we guess? Yeah, no, I don't, I don't think we need to guess. And it's wedged under there. Now I can't get to it. Uh, my big old snow boot just kind of kicked it underneath. Apparently there is a water bottle. That reminds me of, I don't know how this happened, not once but twice. On Tuesday evening, our new, well, she's not our new, the new puppy. The there new addition to my pet family. <laughs> Bob's puppy. That's how it happens. Everywhere. Like, it's it's like a two-year-old kid, not not puppy. And she loves to chew on bones. (laughs) I somehow, in the span of an hour, kicked both of them on accident underneath the couch. Getting you to the good half of your week. It's the Hump Show on After Hours. 
I can't believe we didn't remember that, Jay. It was the noisy water bottle underneath the desk that I've kicked too far under now, so it's impossible to retrieve. That is how we got on me kicking Daisy's bones underneath the couch. It's a natural flow. It was a natural flow, Jay. It really was. It makes perfect sense now. Yes, seamless. I got distracted. Well, you did too, because you heard the noise underneath the desk and couldn't figure out what was making such a racket. It just got so crushed under there and yes. stuck. I think it just like left our minds because it was right. gone in the right. abyss. So, yeah, Maria says, just wanted to chime in and remind you of the water bottle you kicked under your desk. That's how you got to bones under your couch. <laughs> Thank you, Maria. That sounds a lot like me. Thank you, Maria. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence here on CBS Sports Radio. You can send your questions to Twitter, After Hours CBS, or if you would like to uh, chime in and remind me that I'm a, I'm a bonehead, uh, that's totally fine. Uh, one of my favorite tweets of the week, can I, I'll paraphrase, but can I share this with you? A man reached out, pretty sure he was a Steelers fan, judging by his Twitter profile, so probably angry, reached out to say, how have you not been replaced yet? Or how has your show not been replaced yet? This show has been terrible now for almost 10 years. <laughs> My first thought was, wow, 10 years. Thank you for listening That's that a really long. Loyal uh, yeah, I appreciate your loyalty. It's amazing. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on Facebook, on Twitter as well. Yes, ask Amy anything about an hour from now. So producer Jay is on the lookout for your questions. A couple of minutes with John Kincaid from 97.5 The Fanatic in Philadelphia. Hours after the Eagles' final epic collapse against the Buccaneers, I asked him here on After Hours, how do the Eagles fix this? Where do they start? Oh, I think they start with a head coach. I really do. <gasps> and it's going to sound crazy. It's it is. Sound crazy. It is but crazy. I got, but I, I got to tell you right now, I, I would not trust Nick Sirianni to fix this. And so this is just me. This is just my opinion. This is the uncomfortable part. I, I would not trust Nick Sirianni to fix this. Because when you have a 10-1 football team, and you have the talent that the Eagles have on that roster, and you see a collapse of 1-6 down the stretch, and you weren't even competitive, Honestly, in th- for like four of your last six games, to me, that is absolutely inexcusable. And I would start with the head coach, and I would have no problem seeing them move on. And I believe a complete house cleaning of the coaching staff is necessary. And I have no, no doubt they would be able to attract a top-notch candidate who would look at the roster and say, wait a minute, I got A.J. Brown, I got Devontae Smith, I got Jalen Hurts, I got uh, Dallas Goddard. Oh, I can win with this team. And I think that's the big deal. John Kincaid, are you serious? So take away the fact that he was a brand-new head coach. They they made the playoffs all three seasons. They went yes. to the Super Bowl. Yep. Maybe he made some poor hires. Okay, so you – I mean, I'd, I'd never like the Matt Patricia hire. But whatever, he made some poor hires. You seriously would take all of that and chuck it out the window? I would absolutely do so, except none of the – windows in this building open they, because and, it's, and that's very lucky on a day like this because there'd be people out on the ledges amy yes oh. because amy my mom my mom taught me something as and 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 taught me a life lesson that i've tried to follow she says when you make a mistake fix it when you make a mistake when you have an error fix it don't 
keep thinking, oh, I, you know, it'll get better. It'll just rip off the Band-Aid, fix the mistake. You'll, it'll be more painful in the immediate, yes. but it'll be less painful in the long term. And I truly believe, I do not trust Nick Sirianni to fix this. The man speaks in Dick Sporting Goods T-shirt slogan. <laughs> he had no answers. He has a 10 and one team. He's your, you know what Nick Sirianni is? is he's, he's supposed to be an offensive like guy. That's the guy they brought in here to be the head coach. When, when his play calling, when the play calling by Brian Johnson was terrible and the offense wasn't working, he, Nick Sirianni, I described it the other day, he was sitting in seat 11A, and Brian Johnson is the pilot, and it's not, and he's passed out, and the plane's going to go. And they say, is anyone on here a pilot? And Nick Sirianni sat there in row 11A, and he just sits and looks and goes, oh, no, I can't take the wheel, because I believe if he had taken the wheel and he had started calling plays, he would have driven them right into the Andes faster. They would have went into the mountains much faster. So morbid. It's macabre. Very hey, macabre. It, it was a movie I just saw, though, where I just saw about a, a plane going into the Andes. Nice. It's the okay. only thing I got for you this morning. It's After Hours here on CBS Sports Radio and John Kincaid, who's clearly fired up, which is good because he's going to need oh, that yeah. to handle the Fuhrer in Philly. Uh, on this Tuesday morning. Okay, so after Nick Sirianni, whether that happens or doesn't, what about personnel? What about the roster would you address? Well, I think that it's clear from post-game comments that it would appear that Jason Kelsey, barring a, a major miracle, is walking away. He's going to retire. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so uh, players were, uh, Coach Sirianni, uh, Jalen Hurts, and others giving tributes in the locker room to what kind of a leader Jason Kelsey is. So I got a weird feeling that we're going to see Jason, you know, hang him up. Uh, I would guess TD is his next stop. Um, and, hmm. and to me, though, other than that, they're, they're, they they got to make a few moves. They're going to have to they're going to have to make a few decisions. But they've got to they have so many spots in this roster that are actually fixed, that are actually okay. That I don't think it's going to be a problem if they bring in a competent head coach and some coordinators who know what they're doing. When this team had two guys who now coach in Indianapolis and Arizona as their coordinators, mm-hmm. again they were tied in the Super Bowl with 30 seconds to go with almost the exact same roster and so to me that's a little crazy that it fell off as much as it did cj gardner johnson was a loss uh that they let him go and then he ends up getting injured that was a loss uh to this team but they didn't lose that much and 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 james bradbury i honestly i i'd pay for the movers i honestly i'm offering right now i'll pay for the movers because it was a horrible contract to sign and i'm not doing 2020 hindsight i said it at the time I didn't want to go into the season with the oldest cornerback combo in the NFL, and they signed Slay and Bradbury to extensions last offseason after that Super Bowl. Both in their 30s, I thought it was a mistake. We have put this poll up on our Twitter. We've been talking about it because we're hearing that Bill Belichick sure. interviewed in Atlanta. And for the life of me, and I'm not being snarky, I don't know why he would take that job unless they're, they've offered him complete autonomy. But you've got Belichick, you've got Harbaugh, Pete Carroll maybe wants to coach again, and then you've also got Mike Vrabel among veteran coaches. Any one of those be a fit? Oh, you never know. I mean, you know, it's, it's, the Eagles tend to hire a guy who's a first-time head coach. <laughs> Andy Reid, Doug Peterson, uh, Chip Kelly, um, uh, Nick Sirianni. So that tends to be their slogan, you know, what they go with. They want a guy that they can have a modicum of control over. Mm-hmm. And I don't think Howie Roseman is going to bring in some power broker that is going to dictate things. And to that Atlanta thing with Bill Belichick, 
I can tell you this, and you know from a long history of covering that team, talking about that team for right. a living when I lived in the South, I have no idea why Bill Belichick yeah, would work for Arthur Blank. Arthur Blank is one of the most meddlesome owners in the NFL. He's a guy that used to have his head coach have to take opportunities to go and have meetings with him to talk about game plans and things like that. <laughs> it's ridiculous, meddlesome ownership. And if Bill Belichick is willing to do that at this point in time, I'd be absolutely surprised. More with John Kincaid as we delivered the eulogy for the Philadelphia Eagles on our Tuesday morning show. You can catch that on the podcast. Really just Google After Hours Amy Lawrence podcast, but we do post the link every weekday morning on both our show Twitter and our Facebook page. And Marco Belletti is here in studio. So we've been asking the question of our listeners. I think it's really interesting for people who are inside sports and outside of sports. Which of the veteran experienced head coaches would you want to lead your team? Whether you're talking about age, resume, personality, institutional control, whatever it happens to be. Because we've got kind of the big four right now, if you include Mike Vrabel, who won a title as a player, right? So Bill Belichick, Jim Harbaugh, Vrabel, or Pete Carroll? Uh, I would probably lean towards Jim Harbaugh. I mean, look, Bill Belichick, we know how great he is. Uh, and P. Carroll's similar in this regard. There is something to be said for a 71-year-old where I'm mm-hmm. walking in, not sure how many years I'm going to get. And I don't I don't want to do that. If I'm walking, like, look, it's the NFL. You may get only a three-year window, but I don't want to know that walking in where I got year one and I'm already with the clock ticking. I don't want to do that. So those two do you guys feel is, like age is catching up with them? I, yeah, I mean, look, as much as we can say, like, oh, well, you know, Pete Carroll's got so much energy and Bill Belichick wants to do this or wants to do that. I get all that. And then we turn around and we talk about how coaching, they're in the building at 3 a.m. They don't leave until midnight. Like That's not a young man's thing. That is a difficult thing to do. And Bill Belichick, I've never seen any coach in one spot grind as much as he has over the last 25 years. Usually guys get burned out. He never did. That's a, I mean, feather in your cap. You're human. At some point, you're going to get tired. You're going to miss something that you used to see 20 years ago. I would probably stay away from that. I also know that I can't have any control once I hire those guys. They're in total control. That's automatic. So that's part of it, too. But I, I think Jim Harbaugh checks all the boxes. He's had success everywhere he's gone. He's done it a lot of different ways. Mm-hmm. He's never truly had, when he was in the NFL, I mean, with the 49ers, it was Alex Smith and Colin Kaepernick. It's not like he had ready-made roster. He built the 49ers into what they became. He built Michigan into what they became. He's a damn good well, head coach. It took him a while. But yeah. It did, but it, he got there. Uh, you know, and I think that's partly because recruiting is not exactly, in my estimation, probably his best attribute. It's more of the head coach on the field and game day and game plan, which fits better in the NFL. I think he likes the NFL for that purpose. And not only because he wants to win the Super Bowl and he hasn't checked that box in his career, I also think he likes the idea of, I don't have to go to your living room to bring you here and then recruit you all year long on the NIL. I think oh, he likes yeah. the X's and O's. Let's game time. Let's go. That part is going to drive coaches who do have options. It's going to make the shelf it's, life it's, a lot long, right, a lot shorter too. It's going to drive them out of college football if they don't get a handle yeah. on this because coaches like Jim Harbaugh who have a championship resume now but also went to a Super Bowl and three straight NFC championships with the Niners. If you've got a choice and and you're you don't 
like having to to compete with other schools and how much will you pay them in the NIL? And you also don't like the fact that you just served a three-game suspension for ha- for potentially, and whether you knew or didn't know, having a team employee buy tickets to other games. Like, it's, yeah. It's, uh, There's a lot, and I seems look, like it's going to college football is going to lose some of its good coaches for that reason. I don't think it's, uh, I don't think it's a coincidence that we've lost, you know, guys that were getting older. Don't get me wrong, but Roy Williams, Mike Shashevsky, mm. and you know the the Bayhams, Jay Wright, the Jay Wright, guys that are walking away. Nick Saban finally decided. Now there are guys that are walking away that we didn't think that they were going to walk away. Mm-hmm. I think the new NIL thing and the fact that they're recruiting players that they've already recruited and they're constantly in that motion. I think they get tired. I, I think they're, especially the older guys, it's like, I don't want to do this. I, I've done it a different way. Right. Whatever way that was, I don't want to learn the new way. And it's going to take younger guys to do the new way and be comfortable with it just because it's a change. Now, whether they change the system or whatever it is, that's a different conversation. But I think it's a, a younger man's game because I think older guys are a little annoyed that they have to reinvent the wheel, so to speak, of how they go about their business. I think they're tired of it. I do. I do think that that's part of it. Um, so to go back to your original question, I think Jim Harbaugh has got a mission. Mm. And but I will think, he want control, though? That's yes, the thing. Look, he's gonna, all those guys are going to want a certain modicum of control. I think the only guy that you can maybe get away with not full control is Mike Vrabel because he hasn't had the resume of Super Bowl and, and what he did with Tennessee was great, but it wasn't a Super Bowl championship. It wasn't uh, a perennial power monster for 20 years. It was a six-year damn good run. That led to two years of not playoffs. He's a damn good head coach, but I think it, it ends there. So if you want to <laughs> hold on to that, yep. you could hire Mike Vrabel and be happy. If you want to take the next step and you're telling me what the best coach is and what the best situation, I don't think there's any question it's Jim Harbaugh. So the winner of the poll was actually Mike Vrabel, believe it or not. I was kind of surprised by that, but a lot of people were leading toward him because of his age. Now, Jim Harbaugh is only 60. To me, the uh, the energy and everything else that he puts into it, um, I don't think that should be a question with him. And but, Vrabel's what, 56 uh, 48, we looked is up. He? Wow. Yeah. Okay, all right. We didn't I realize he, I didn't realize it was that young. Yeah, I didn't realize that he was in his 40s. Anyway, so that's kind of an interesting, I thought it was interesting poll results because I was not expecting that. At all. I was thinking that it would be Harbaugh myself. In fact, he's the one I chose. But Vrabel, 42.9%. Harbaugh, 33.8%. So nearly a 10% or roughly a 10% differential. I'm a little surprised, not just with the age and the lack of resume, if you will, from Vrabel in that regard. And again, damn good head coach. But he also has had some disappointment the last few years. And as much as we like to say, well, he's never had a quarterback, he didn't want one. He liked Ryan Tannehill. Mm-hmm. He was yeah, happy he was with Ryan Tannehill. He was and okay his, with the game manager. He his was very style accurate. of play is we're going to play hard-nosed defense. We're going to run the football. We're yep. going to be tougher and smarter. I don't know if that's going to change. He goes somewhere else. Well, it's so tough he to do this year because the O-line was not very good. And so it led to some trouble getting Derrick Henry established. But also they didn't have someone who could throw the ball so defenses yeah. could stack the box. Yeah, uh, you, you, That shelf life is short when you play that kind of game in this NFL. Yeah, It was long in the 80s and 90s. Uh, 2024, you better open it up to be able to score some points. Coming up next, Tom Brady weighs in on these four candidates and how this process goes as a free agent and also... I feel for the reporter who asked Todd Bowles a question that exposed her either lack of preparation or lack of knowledge, one or the other. Oy. It's a dark day. It, it, at least we won't go 0-17. I mean, at least there's that. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence. It's our hump show. Send your questions for Ask Amy Anything an hour from now. You are listening to the... 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. After Hours Podcast. I think those are all tough situations for anyone losing a job. A players lose their jobs every single week in the NFL, too. So they call it like Black Monday or Black Two, whatever it ends up being. But this is just the way sports are. You lose a guy. There's a players that are getting cut every Monday or Tuesday. So I don't want to minimize that they've gotten released as well. They contribute a lot to the NFL. A lot of these coaches have been great coaches in the NFL. And I have a lot of respect for the contributions all these players make to, you know, making the league what it is. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. I do say it a lot. Life comes at you fast in the NFL, like really fast. And I appreciate the point that Tom Brady made last week, which is, hey, as much as we focus and fixate on Black Monday, Black Tuesday, whatever it happens to be, and the head coaches and coordinators who get let go, how about the players who every week get cut following a game day? Because there are roster moves and guys are coming off the injured list or other guys are being promoted from practice squad. So, yeah, it's a fluid roster for every team from week to week. And I hadn't thought about it that way. Said every Monday and Tuesday, you've got players who are getting cut and losing their jobs. So let's not minimize uh, minimize that. I appreciate that point from Tom Brady on Let's Go. I actually had this kind of moment of whoa as I was watching the Fox game this weekend, which was Green Bay and Dallas. And it was Kevin Burkhart and it was Greg Olson And it dawned on me, unless something changes, this is Greg's last run with Burkhart because I'm not saying that he's going to get bounced from Fox altogether. Uh, He's very good at what he does. And so I can imagine that even if he left Fox or he didn't, there will be another spot for him. But that's Tom Brady's job. That's the one that's in his contract. So whether or not you love Greg, maybe you hate Tom, it doesn't really matter. Fox has paid him, and his job is number one announcer with Burkhart. It's in his contract. So unless Fox is going to pay the entire, isn't it like $350 million or something? Can you look that up? Uh, Producer Jay is going to look that up for us. It, it doesn't matter whether or not Greg Olson is the greatest thing since sliced bread. And again, he's really entertaining, and I think he and Burkhart have a good rapport. But that's Brady's job. 10-year, $375 million Oh, excuse me. I undersold it. Yeah, and and in the contract is written that he is the number one lead announcer for that top-tier team, which is Kevin Burkhart. 
It's essentially what Tony Romo did. You can hate Tony Romo, but CBS is paying him to be Jim Nance's partner. So it doesn't really matter if you like him. (laughs) Unless CBS wants to buy out his entire contract and say, sorry, Tony, we'll pay you to go away. Right. This isn't about Greg and whether or not he's good at what he does, because he clearly is. It's about the fact that that's Tom Brady's job. And they've Sorry. already they've already prepaid for so so it's not going to be a Black Monday so to speak but I mean it's kind of bittersweet for Greg I'm sure and for those who love Greg maybe even Kevin who's developed a rapport with Greg for the last two years well and Aaron Andrews is part of that crew as well it's after hours with Amy Lawrence here on CBS Sports Radio uh, Tom Brady on his Let's Go podcast because he's been practicing you can tell he's. He started to dive a little deeper into some of the topics weekly in the NFL. He was commenting himself, uh, essentially what we've been talking about, the coaching talent, quote-unquote, that's available with Belichick and Vrabel and Carroll and Harbaugh and Frank Reich and others. These are some tremendous coaches who have proved themselves. Uh, it's You know, when coaches become free agents, it's like when great players become free agents. You know, hopefully these teams can really evaluate properly what a great coach looks like. And those guys are just, they're phenomenal coaches. So they've, wherever they decide to go, you know, they get to choose. It was nice when I was a free agent, I got to choose. You know, it'd be nice for these coaches, they get to choose. So there's some great options out there, that's for sure. And, you know, every offseason, the NFL is different. Every time there's coaching changes, but I've never remembered this type of caliber of coach that's been available. Well, and producer Jay just said in my ear, we didn't even mention Ron Rivera, who's a former head coach himself, obviously, in both Carolina and then Washington. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence here on CBS Sports Radio. So, again, Tom Brady, who left New England, they allowed him to go. They released him so that he could pick his own destination. Bob Kraft has told us that. Uh, And I don't know that he was necessarily looking at a, a ton of different teams, Maybe it was one or two. Maybe there were a few more than that. But what is most important when you're choosing a new destination? In totality, there's a lot of things that people value in different ways. And for I valued probably 25 different things that I wrote down that were of some level of significance, some more than others. And then I just did a very simple kind of analysis. And I rated all those things, all 25. And I added them all up at the end. Wow. On a a weighted scale. And I saw where (laughs) the teams that were really um, ahead of the rest. And then ultimately, I made my decision. So I think if you're a coach, you know, you want to pick the best possible situation. The best possible situation for a coach may not be his most desired place, may not be, you know, every place. I think the one thing you realize about the NFL, it's hard to pick a head coach, right? It's hard because you just, there's a lot of things that need to go right. But you know what? Every day in the NFL is hard. You better be willing to make tough decisions every day. Wow, so methodical, which we should have maybe expected considering how methodical and almost fanatical, maybe maniacal would be a better word. He always was about his workouts every single day, never missed a day. Drew Brees was the same way. So one more from Tom Brady, and this is about Belichick specifically and about how uh, Belichick – how Belichick shaped him, but how he shapes locker rooms. We're all better players for having him as our coach. And I think there was a level of accountability and discipline that he had that maybe we didn't always want to hear it, 
But in the end, when we reflect back, we're happy that we did hear it and that we went through it. And I think a lot of coaches are fearful of disciplining players these days because players have social media presence and if they don't like it or hear their feelings, <laughs> you know, they can lash back out and then it becomes a popularity contest between the players and the coaches. But I'd say one thing that was great about Coach Belichick, he never had that fear. You know, he was going to he was going to tell you what he thought the truth was. Interesting. Really interesting, right? Uh, the insight now that Brady can share with us that he never could before. And maybe we'll have time for a little more. Uh, he also talked about Wild Card Weekend and Patrick Mahomes. But up next, the question for Todd Bowles. It's After Hours, CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 